This episode of Dungeon Dive Bar is proud to feature special guest Katie, also known as Daft Prodigy, from the podcast To Have and To Roll. To Have and To Roll is a one-on-one actual play podcast by husband and wife podcasting duo Rain Zero and Daft Prodigy, where they play through the Paizo adventure path Curse of the Crimson Throne. To find more, check out their website at tohaveintoroll.com or look them up on social media. You can find them at To Have and To Roll, on Facebook at facebook.com slash to have and to roll, or on Tumblr at to have and to roll.tumblr.com. Be sure to tune in on September 1st when our GM, Sam, joins their adventure. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Dungeon Dive Bar. After our first floor encounter, our party deserves a little bit of R&R. And boy, how did they get it. And uh, the players also deserve a round of applause for not just clearing the floor, but leveling up. Yay! Yay! Good job, everyone that survived. I'm not bitter. (laughs) Uh, Cheers, everyone. You have no right to be bitter after you cost a thousand gold. I got flail crit to the face. It wasn't even a crit. No, it all right, Oof. it was just two flail hits. Two flails. My mistake. Yeah, it was just. Yeah. It was just. It was the flail. equivalent of a crit. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, it was. Yeah, swoosh, swoosh. Um, you all might be hearing an extra voice that's not the normal voice. Uh, you'll also notice an absence. Garrett is missing today because we killed him. It's a real shame. In his place, it's it's sort of like Russian roulette mixed with the old D and D pact, where if your character dies, you die. Except just one of us gets off randomly when one of us dies. I rolled a D six, and it happened to be Garrett. Actually, Truth <laughs> just uh, Truth just killed him off instead through his infernal contract. Rip. David will not be playing the role of Maldrek, and I'm kidding, that's not happening. <laughs> no, uh, no. Yeah, Garrett had a uh, an emergency and could not be here, so. Uh, Maldrick is unconscious and dying in his bed with several alcohols. Passed out from a hard night of partying. Speaking of alcohols, what is everyone drinking tonight? Tonight, it's 2 p.m. Oh, I'm sorry. I almost forgot something important. Don't call me out like this. (laughs) (laughs) We have an extra guest this week. Uh, Joining us from Hearts Unknown is a dear friend of mine who has been in... Almost every single Pathfinder game I've ever played. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and others, please welcome Katie. Hello. Woo! Yay. Yay. Uh, Katie will be a, filling in a guest role to uh, replace Garrett for now because we killed him and I didn't have the money for a raised bed. <laughs> Look, Diamond Dust is expensive, man. It is so expensive. Yeah, and then you have to pay additional diamond dust to uh, do the lesser restoration so we can actually come back to the party. It's a huge pain. It is. It really is. Um, <laughs> wow, assuming uh, Gareth is level one. Not a lot of faith in him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we could even try to do it, and he could just refuse to come back. He could. He could. He's going, nah, good. I'm going to party in Phrasma's Boneyard. Why would he want us to come back to us anyway? All right. What's everyone drinking? I've got a I've got a vodka tonic. I got a watermelon cider today. Ooh. Wait. It actually says on it, how do you like them apples? Is because it's watermelon. Is it actually good though? Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> it's harvested from the <laughs> finest watermelon vines fed exclusively <laughs> vodka instead of water. <laughs> it is a local brewery that I have never had an unsatisfying product from. Well, good. Other flavors they make, and I'm hoping come back in season, are sangria flavor, champagne flavor, which is actually a sweet, dry cider. Champagne has a season? Yeah, no, champ- yeah, it's actually uh, one of their spring flavors. Oh, they arbitrarily made it a season. Okay. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, grapes do grow over a certain season if we want to be real technical it's about the, it. It's but... the, it, the ciders made from the apples that grow in the champagne region of France. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, what's everyone else drinking? Uh, Katie, what you got tonight? Mm, one moment, please. I have Pop Tarts. Uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the best drink. Ah, the quality beverage of the Pop Tart. One moment. <laughs> I was not expecting to go first. 
I have a nice little snifter of Jura Scotch here to celebrate our gaming partnership. I'll drink to that. Cheers. We also uh, have Lafroig, which... but it's three. It's three p.m. It's too early for Lafroig. <laughs> uh, not to be confused with Lacroix, which is tasteless. <laughs> it's never too early for Lacroix. You should just never drink it. Never too early, because never is never. I went to a little fancy today and made an aviation number two. Ooh, also known as a vodka aviation. Yep. yep. So it's uh, vodka. Don't ask what brand. You won't care. Maraschino, <laughs> liqueur, and lemon juice garnished with And cherries. cherries. That sounds great. Very important. That sounds delicious. And that also includes what Megan's drinking. Is, is it made with crystal skull vodka? No. No. All right. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> David got your uh, standard glass of empty air. Yep, designated driver because I That's can't really have anything after one, so. two hours after taking my nerve medication because it works by binding to the neurons as proteins do. Yay! We oh. we we are all happy that you are taking care of your health. Yes. yes, my spine disagrees with you, but that's that's a fight I'm having with it. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like your spine is rather disagreeable. Yep. If you want to be fancy, you can say neurotransmitters. You're having neurotransmitters this afternoon. <laughs> but I've been awake for approximately one hour and ten minutes, so mm. I don't feel like being Ooh. fancy. Yeah, God. no. Speaking of that. speaking of fancy ways of saying things, I was reading an old Batman Superman comic, and oh, in it, Lex Luthor declared he had discovered the secret of time travel by irradiating acetylsalicylic acid at a 108 megahertz frequency. Or I played an FM radio for aspirin. That's yeah. yeah. That's what I was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or as uh, as Kiwi Trost put it, I shined a flashlight through some orange juice cans. <laughs> no, no, flashlights are way too high frequency for that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, how much that's... aspirin did he have? Now <laughs> it's Lex Luthor. He has money. Mm-hmm. He can afford medication. He can get the good and, shit. Yeah, he just had a bunch of leftover aspirin, and he was like, why don't I set this near a radio and try to invent time travel? It's incredibly <laughs> important that you let your aspirin listen to the uh, soothing tones of hard rock and roll. Death metal aspirin only in my house. Listening to 104.5 The Blitz. You're listening to the Legion of Doom. Hmm. What kind of death metal plays at less than 100 megahertz? <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla Grods. Fair. Uh, Ian, what are you drinking tonight, today, in this liminal, timeless space? I have a vodka tonic. That's a quality drink. And lastly, Matthew, what do you got? Well, being that my uh, baby boy was born in in the NICU, I'm not drinking anything, and because I have, I might have to go at any time. Valid. Congratulations! Congratulations! By the way, congrats on the uh, boy. Yep, I'm excited. His name's Jace, and he's. Pretty cool. Aww. Just uh, just That's imagine really cool. the uh, oh, yeah. Evangelion scene with all of them saying congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. 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 I love oh that God. scene. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about our level two party. Sans Levin and Maldrick. Imagine me doing finger guns. <laughs> and then imagine yourself vomiting because I did finger guns. Let's. Sorry, didn't have to imagine. <laughs> Let's go down the line with Retha. Oh boy, put on the spot. <laughs> you um, always put on the spot with me. Let's see. I can now detect chaos by stabbing people, so that's pretty fun. <laughs> nice. That's a wild. Don't ability. try it on your brother. The most if efficient it, way to detect. If I chaos. stab somebody with my pike, I learn if they're chaotic. Nice. Good, good time. That's it's called oppress. Oppress? Like, savage oppress? That is the name of the ability. What the hell night ability? They are the bad cops of the Pathfinder world. (laughs) Alex, what do you got? Uh, Skulls at level 2 get uh, Bardic Performance, which is very fun. For I can now tell stories at people, and they find me very convincing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm slightly more immune to sonic effects. Uh, important question. Your scald. Yes. Does, do they have raging songs? Oh, yes. So when you tell people stories, you make them very angry. Yes, but I, they also find me now very uh, persuasive as well. 
Good, good. Um, because see, with scalds, I know a lot of people talk about um expecting scalds to you know say things that are inspiring in battle and that get your blood boiling. Stuff. I imagine they just they, gotta be really bad puns. Your blood literally boils. I oh, know. <laughs> uh, that's but that's not all you get because of one of our house rules. Oh yes, I almost forgot. Thanks for reminding me. I get power attack. Yay. Yay. Lafson already had power attack. So much. So one of our house rules, because this hasn't come up yet, is when you hit base attack bonus plus one, and your strength is the minimum required of 13, you get power attack as a bonus feat. The same applies with your dexterity and deadly aim. And if you have weapon finesse for free, which most people do, various reasons. You would also be able to access Piranha Strike if you're using a dex to hit weapon. Uh, we don't have anyone using any dex to damage, dex to hit, dex to damage. Uh, that relies on weapon finesse, but if it ever comes up, yeah. you get it. Love these house and rules. Then, great house rule. And let's go on to Matthew. You're a level 2 cleric now. Yes, I am, and that's one, all well and good, but I you don't get a whole lot. I do get an additional Spells. first level spell, which is very useful. And apparently, I'm going to be getting deadly aim, though I'm not sure how that works with if I'm using Ka to damage. Oh, that's right, because of your divine fighting training. Um, yeah. I don't believe, yeah, I believe it's an untyped bonus, so it shouldn't matter what you're using to attack with. I think as long as you, yeah, as long as you meet the prereqs for the feet. Yeah, as long as you have cool. 13 dexterity and a BAB of plus one, you get it. Awesome. Cool. That's good. So then, Sounds good. And lastly, our Arcanist. Ian, tell us about Declan's level two. Not a whole lot. <laughs> I get to prepare an extra cantrip, which is thrilling. I also get deadly aim, which I'm sure I'll find a use for. Those acid splashes, man. I'm not. I learned a couple new spells, but very, very well-aimed acid splashes in the future. Mm. Right at those sensitive bits. 1d3 plus 3. Haha. Nice. <laughs> But now, let's get back to the world of Galarian. You've all woken up from a successful venture, and the sunlight is trickling in, hitting some of you square in the eyes because you're all crammed in one hotel room, or one tavern room. Sunny day. And, and there is a letter on the floor by the door. I'm gonna go get it. I was up early preparing spells, so... You would actually have heard the letter slide under the door then. And it is a summons from Signifier Host. I'm up at my regularly scheduled time. All right, everyone. Uh, when's the meeting set for? In one hour. Is it immediate or? Oh, okay. Or if it goes and kicks, yeah, I'll, I'll get everyone up. All right, come on, we gotta go. Uh, you just see Magic raise his sleepy middle finger and pass back out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna try and wake him up. <laughs> you all will then head or ask to appear before Orishan Haas and the Fortress Commander in order to discuss your next venture into the Spire. All right. So as you all appear at the Chaucery, Signifier Rishan Haas and Fortress Commander Jovas are there. Her armor looks especially pointy today, though she recently had it sharpened. <laughs> your armor looks pretty pointy today. <laughs> Look, you gotta keep those armor spikes fresh. They just uh, don't work as well for grapples if you uh, don't sharpen them. Or they work a little better if you let them get real nasty. This is a Hell Knight organization, not a cult of Nurgle. <laughs> more spikes. More spikes. No, no, of yeah. course Urgus not. We, would be all we keep our that. armor clean. We maintain it. That's why you have to sharpen it. For <laughs> Rub's uh, breastplate actually, against whetstone. For Katie, <laughs> here is what Lady Commander drove us looks like. Huh. She does have very. She didn't spiky sharpen armor. it while she was wearing it. Come on, her whole face and crown deal looks very much like the evil stepmother from uh, Snow White. Mm -hmm. Big then, I suppose not technically stepmother. Bit, yeah. I don't think. Oh yeah. And then standing next Hold on. to Hold her. on. Yep. She's very pale. Does she her boob plate have little pointy nipples? <laughs> no, it's part of her armor. It spikes. totally does. It, it's the armor spikes. <laughs> And sitting at a desk very next feminine. to her is Signifier Orishan Haas. Here is an image for you, Katie. Huh. 
huh, he looks like a douchebag. He really does look like Gilderoy Lockhart. I hate it. Hands us all a signed book about him. <laughs> and as and as you guys open the door to his office, uh, he turns and goes, "Ah, good, you're all here. You're not very good at counting, are you?" <laughs> well, suppose. I'm sorry. It's let me get my glasses. And he just affixes a monocle on his face. Ah, yes, there's only four of you. What happens to the other one that didn't die? He's passed drunk. out, drunk. Pretty normal yes. occurrence for Drinking. him. I'll fill him in later. Drinking. My personality is all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, I have summoned you here so that we can discuss Levin's replacement and the contract. Do you have the money? I gave you Van Vick, but I will ask now as a courtesy. Yes, Signifier. We were able to sell the uh, materials we found. Here is the 1,000 gold pieces. Retha just holds out the bag. I will be sure to get this to his arbitrators. Regardless, you will need additional support in the tower, given you've only accomplished surveying one floor, and one of you died. Yes, At this point, um, Lady Commander Jovis puts her helmet on the table and goes, yes, we have found some people who wish to go journeying in. Uh, They are in the waiting room downstairs. Very well. I have to ask a question. The last guy this guy recommended didn't work out so well. Couldn't even take a mace to the face. So, I nevertheless do. Are we sure we want to take his recommendation on new people to go with us? Well, maybe we can try some I'm not going to question him with in. Lady Commander drove us there, personally, but go off. And as he leads you to the waiting room, I would like a perception check from everyone. Perception checks always give me an opportunity to use up my yep, bad rolls before the, uh, Ten on the time die. comes to, to combat. There we go. You don't see things, but uh, Declan and Retha, you definitely smell something off in the air. Gareth, as a cleric and someone who's worked in medicine, you know the smell of blood uh, when you smell it. Ew. And sure enough, you so- see a little trickle of blood coming underneath the door of the waiting room. Oh. Uh, guys, uh, something uh, smells bad. Something's the people in there probably not so great. And points at the trickle of blood coming in. That is uh, awful. Lady Commander Jovis puts her helmet on and just shoulder tackles the door open. And you see the following scene several corpses, various humanoids, some armored, some not. You see a, a torn up spell book that looks like it was bitten apart. You can see teeth marks. Yeah. And standing there, covered in blood. It's a goblin. Kill it! In a chair off to the side is a man with a notepad and quill writing things down. Uh, Sorry, you you, you cut out for a quick... You cut out for a quick second there? What did you say before the man and the... uh... Quick addendum? Not a quill. He seems to be scribbling with a strange, almost metal-looking, very narrow cylinder. Uh, The goblin calms down and blinks for a second sort of and uh looks up at you and smiles with an enormously wide mouth hello i toe crusher other people here they're not good enough for you also said mean things about my height toe crusher is exceptionally short even for a goblin she is two foot five well you didn't have to kill them all yes i did how many? Wait, are there bodies? In I here can. Too? How many bodies are there? Four bodies. Four bodies. Oh, that's that's actually horrifying. Huh? And you see bits of flesh and viscera and paper in Toe Crusher's giant smile. When you ask to spar, you get what you ask for. This doesn't look like a spar. More like a massacre. It's more like they challenged her to a four-on-one. Oh, good. You're still alive. Hello, douchebag! I'm significantly more intelligent than the people you brought in. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Raylock, a chronicler from the River Kingdom. Pleasure. He does a, a little flourish of a bow. He seems to be wearing a, an armored tunic, but not much else in the way of armor. He's not carrying any weapons. He's got shoulder-length, like, strikingly white hair that he has... On one side, braided. Think the Padawan braid, but not 
quite as ornamental. A rat tail. You do realize you've just condemned yourself to being the next one to die again because the white-haired anime boy always <laughs> dies <Yeah>. first. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm gonna steal that pen. I suppose so I know. should describe Toecrusher a little bit more. Toecrusher is yes. obviously very, very small goblin, very wide mouth. She has on a rusty, blood-covered breastplate and an absolutely enormous sword that looks like it has been made from multiple dog slicers welded together. Quality. Dog slicers being the crappy swords that goblins usually carry around with them. We have encountered many such weapons. Oh, I have 22 of them. <laughs> I know very much about those. Dog slicer turns and points her enormous sword at David's character, whose name I missed. Um, Ray. 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 At Ray. Think that righty man. You want fights? Still ready to fight? Still good, but I appreciate the offer. Your loss. Hey, sis. Aren't we in the middle of a hell night place? And isn't this like against the law, that thing you love so much? You know, like blatant murder? It was actually self defense. As I said, they basically ganged up on her. From what I heard, they did challenge her to a four on one fight. People scared of Goblin. People should be scared of Goblin. We're down to two options here. I'm willing to give you both a chance. Actually, you're down to one option. I'm just here to record. You guys are the first Hell Knight-sponsored expedition into the Spire in the last decade. It's actually quite a feat. I wanted to see the interview process with new recruits, but apparently you have one. I'd mind if you wouldn't cut me off. Like I was saying, I'm willing to let the higher-ups handle this. And we can take Toecrusher out on a little adventure. I don't know what the plan was here. Toecrusher? That's me? Rana Claire, you you want to go in the fire? Me? Big, big shiny? Shiny green? Yes. Uh, right. Yes, you do know what we've found there, right? No. Other goblins. Ah, other goblins, stupid. Kill dogs! Worst thing. Dogs are okay. Like dogs. Kill dogs. Other goblins. I understand it's a goblin thing, but there's no need. That's what they were saying. Well, if Crusher's okay killing goblins, so far that's all that we've seen in the tower. Mm-hmm. Other goblins. Go shove Thumb a butt. Well, you weren't going to go into the tower with Crusher just yet. I wanted to make sure that you and the recruits were capable of synergizing correctly in combat and out of combat. So, today, you will be spending it going about town with Toe Crusher and Mr. Locke. Toe Crusher brought swimsuit! So, very well. And then tomorrow, there is a little venture that we have held off on putting on the bounty board for you. Very well. You will take it, and you will succeed, and then if Toecrusher works well, the rest of you, Toecrusher may join. Mr. Locke, I presume you will be there to record the events. As you said, it is very rare for us to sponsor an expedition. Everything will be recorded as honestly as I can see it. Think thought, righty man! You know right my think thoughts in there! Those are mine! Still can't read your mind, Toecrusher! No stop! Deal. You also notice that Retha's been, like, annotating this entire conversation with her tail. That's right, because Retha always takes notes. <sighs> Kill dogs bad, writing worse, you on thin ice. And we are going to go about town. You may stay in the one group, you may split into smaller groups if you want to go to other parts of the town. For instance, Declan might want to go to the scroll shop. Absolutely. Toecrusher will follow whoever has the shiniest armor. That would be Retha, I believe. Toecrusher will follow Retha. It's not spiky and black yet. I haven't earned the rights to wear that. <laughs> uh, oh, a bit of an aside. Uh, Katie, I believe you said to me when discussing Toecrusher that her sword is roughly twice her height? Yes, it's big. <laughs> so, uh, like a normal size sword, then. It's a great sword. She uses both Like a normal size great sword. Yes. <laughs> It's not over the size category, it's just uh, large for flavor. <laughs> right. 
So, where do you wish to go? There are many locations within Fort Inevitable you can go. I would like to go to the armory and acquire slash purchase a masterwork spear. Ooh. That would be Satter's Art. Best weapon shop. I would like to go to the same armory and acquire slash purchase a second masterwork star knife. Oh my. So that you can throw one. Yeah. That's correct. You must be the favorite as all that's money. Uh, Rutha? Rutha just gives you a look like, you'd better shut up before I shove Britney Spears up your ass. And Toe Crusher was with Rutha because she has the shiniest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you name sword? Or stick with pointy sword at end? I name sword too. Sword name, dog protector. <laughs> no, no, no. Changed mine. Sword name, Toe Crusher. Aren't you named Toad Crusher? Yes, best name. Best name for all things. Actually, Toe Crusher, give me a perception check. Okay. Hey, look, you're you're giving me the opportunity to use up some of my rolls. <laughs> Alrighty, perception check. I think I have changed it so it's visible to everyone. Nope, I haven't. <laughs> for those wondering, it is a five. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, womp womp. Well, a five is enough to notice on Declan's shoulder. On the magic man's shoulder is a bunny. <gasps> what that? Good to eat? Save for later? No, no. Save no. for later. Establish mm -hmm. this in episode one. Come on. No, please, please don't. This is Fitzgerald, my familiar. Please don't eat him. Ah, like small dog. Sure, yep, like a small dog. Little toe crusher now. Okay, whatever you say. <laughs> I would love to see that rabbit try to crush a toe. You just feel a little uh, poo pellet fall out of his butt. <laughs> Perhaps he can crush little toes, and that's why he's little toe crusher. Mm -hmm. So uh, we know where the party is going. We know where toe crusher is going. Ray, are you following um, Declan, or yeah. are you following the majority of the party? Because they have split up to do errands. Yeah, shopping. And I'm interested in recording the recruitment process, so I'd probably stick with whoever Toe Crusher's sticking with. Okay, so you would be with most yes. of the group, Sons, the, Maldrick, and Declan. Yeah. The current story is they're trying to mesh together socially. So let's do the uh, smaller scene first with Declan. You walk into the building. It is actually a much larger, much nicer inn than the Red Shield Tavern you guys have been staying at. Of course. <laughs> Even just walking in, it's nicer than the very nice room you were prepared. The seats actually have cushions. Be fast, hell night. <laughs> Don't at me. And as you walk in, you notice that all of the staff are halflings. Oh, hello. Hello there. Uh, well then what is the name of this store? The Juliver Arms. J-U-L-I-V-E-R. Okay. A middle-aged halfling walks over to you and goes, Hello there! The name's Dolliver Reedbay! Hi, I'm I'm Declan. It's a pleasure to meet you. Hey, both the names start with D. I smell a friendship. Uh, me too. What can I do you for? I'm looking to browse your wares. Browse my wares? Browse my wares? Where's my wares? I don't know. I know where I the wares are. Come along. Okay, I'll follow him. And uh, he leads you to a second room. You were, and he's like, well, that was the foyer. That's where we have people wait. Here's the dining room. It's nice and big. Yes, I think it's it big. Is. is it big? You're bigger than me. <laughs> is it big? It, it's pretty big. It looks like the size of a high school auditorium. Oh, yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty big dining room. You're right. This dining room takes up 80% of our place. I'm not surprised. Hey, follow me. And he opens another door into what its space looks like a glorified broom closet. Like, That's where they store the glorified brooms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you see magic items on display cases and stuff. And you see another character there, a wizard. Immediately eyes just sparkling. Oh, no. They're multiplying by <laughs> osmosis. <laughs> uh, but this wizard's a human. Me too. And he looks at you. I'm sorry. She's actually a half-elf. So human with some spice. Yeah, you actually see her conversing Sounds with... Sounds like a human with extra steps. You actually see her conversing with another halfling behind the counter. She kind of has her shoulders slumped. And uh, as she turns around, she almost bumps into you. Oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Are you Declan? Yes. I heard about you from the uh, Hell Knights. You're part of the expedition to the Spire. Oh, oh, yes. Yes, I am. You must be quite a powerful wizard and scholar. Um, sure, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> 
Allow me to introduce myself. I am Iliara Starcloak, the head of the Golden Fire Order. And um, you can do a knowledge check on the Golden Fire Order. What would that be? Local? History? It would be local or history. Uh, either way. It's all the same. As you are a smart man. 21. The Golden Fire Order is a band of mercenary wizards based out of Thornkeep in the River Kingdom. Oh my god. There are rumors that Iliara is actually a direct agent of the Queen of Kionan, Tilandia Edasaril. Oh, um, really? That's true. She's doing a great job hiding her races. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's a half-elf. She's, she's only half-racist. Ah, got it. Spoiler, it's the human half. She's only racist on the internet. <laughs> you would actually find this funny. Despite her being a wizard, her formal title is Master Arcanist. Oh, shit. Which I presume is because she was made before the Arcanist class. Probably. So she's also an Arcanist now. I can do that. <laughs> He's drunk. Not just on alcohol, <laughs> but on power as well. <laughs> Save us. I am here because I am misplaced some wizard. All right. <laughs> Not a way to split that, but okay. <laughs> they were dispatched to the Spire, and I haven't found them. Oh. Either oh, by no. scrying or physically. If you find them, we of the Golden Fire Order would pay handsomely. Absolutely. And oh. you get a little Skyrim uh, quest bubble <laughs> that just says, <laughs> quest added, the missing wizards. Reward, Absolutely. plus oh. 100 relationship. Um, <laughs> if we find anything, how should I let you know? I would be staying here at the inn until such a time that my compatriots are found. Very well. Oh no, she's a hikikomori. <laughs> and... As she's conversing with you, talking about her magics, your magics, and she then makes a little quizzical glance at your bag. Pardon me. Is something in your bag? Probably. Magical? Um, <laughs> is, is there something in my bag magical? <laughs> yeah, the, the scroll you got from the first Oh, yes. Ask the yeah, archivist yeah. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, um, here. Oh. Uh, the scroll we found it arcane marked with uh, Islanti. I'll says, pull it out. I believe this is connected to the portal network that is within the spire. Portal network. Yes. What portal S- network? Supposedly, there is a network of dimension door like and teleportation like items within the Emerald Spire that allow whomever possesses them and the associated arcane mark for the floor numbers to. Teleport between the floors using the central pillar of the spire. Huh. Fast travel unlocked. That is, in fact, what my patriots were sent to investigate. If we could learn how to harness this ability, we could connect the world of Galarian in a way unknown to our society. At least since the elf gates were more popular, yeah. Yes, since the destruction of the Ayudara, indeed. We theorize this may be related to them. That would make sense. Do you have any knowledge of how it might work? Any other components you need? Or? Presumably there is some sort of focus item, but without any additional items to study, I cannot confirm my theory. And yeah, you get another little quest bubble that says portal research. Very cool. Okay. Well, another thing I'll keep you informed on if you... Yes. Appreciate that. Well, I suppose you're here to purchase items? Ah, uh, yes. Yes, I am. I wish you the best of luck. I will be returning to my room. I will be in room 216. All right. It was a pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you, too. And she walks away. If they fall I love in how her, love her accent gets just slightly German when she's being racist. It can be assumed. <laughs> Days with our pal. Declan copyright, copyright. Get only six history. seconds. <laughs> Only six seconds. Copyright strikes. Disney'll get us. You just, you just cut him off. We'll find it. Don't fight the mouse. He is too strong. He's mythic ten. He is. He's greatly powerful. <laughs> He's mythic beyond mythic. He's functionally a deity. Let's be real. Twenty levels of rogue assassin. Right. 10 levels of some prestige class. No, I've seen Fantasia. Mickey 20 Mouse levels of Chained Summoner. If we're to take Fantasia and Kingdom Hearts, he's a level 20 fighter, a level 20 paladin, and a level 20 wizard, uh, with 10 mythic levels and 10 epic tiers. <laughs> <laughs> mythic Tristal, the, the most balanced way to play Pathfinder. They added Ratfolk to Pathfinder to appease him. 
<laughs> exactly, Katie. <laughs> to appease the mouse. Um, the origins so. of the Yosoki and Starfinder are questioned by everyone except Earth. <laughs> this is a secret tool we'll be using later. Mickey Mouse is clearly not a Yosoki, though. He's way longer lived. So we actually have now encountered the Emerald Spire side quest. Within the module, there are a number of additional quests that you can take on. And in the normal method, you would gain experience for it. But we're doing milestone. There will be other equivalent benefits. Certain amounts may actually grant you an extra level. If they fall in love tonight. (laughs) Um, Uh, We got to stack those relationship points on Declan as soon as possible. Right. In fact, (laughs) you actually have already accomplished two of these goals. Oh, shit. Uh, You have accomplished quest number one, friends in the fort, simply by starting. Hooray. Which was to Good work, everyone. I nailed it. Which is to make contact with the Hell Knights. Number two, very easy, satisfying, reaching the spire. (laughs) <laughs> quest find the path to the emerald spire oh i can help with that oh one. yeah it's like oh it's right there yeah. quest complete just like in skyrim when you finish the quest before you get it, it just immediately updates well it's called pathfinder they're gonna give you xp for finding the path right like sometimes they do uh, don't forget the hidden <laughs> secret quest kill Levin. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually the final boss how much XP was he worth? Oh. <laughs> Eleven was worth negative XP because you had to pay gold. If you want to be real technical, Retha should have gotten XP for that too because she was like, "Yeah, go ahead, it'll be fine." Say <laughs> <laughs> charge through it alone. So, Declan, what are you looking to buy? I'm gonna get, pick up an ion torch and probably a couple extra scrolls, maybe a wand. All right, we will now zoom out and zoom in on. The Red Shield Tavern, where you see Maldrick asleep, and somehow there's more bottles of booze than there were before. <laughs> I don't know if Maldrick it, has a tail, but it's the one that's causing the drinks. It is a tail. He has a tail. Like, <laughs> no, it's his, it's his uh, golem arm. It's just grabbing bottles. And just <laughs> it knows it just, what the master desires. <laughs> it knows what he wants. The golem arm is like, thump, thump, thump. Praise Katie Keely and thump, 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 picks up another bottle He's of beer. just tapping in Morse code, uh, more drinks. More. Just more. <laughs> it pulls some coin out of his bag and tosses it at the, on the floor. No, he's got a tab running. <laughs> he's got an open tab. Ah, oh, good, good, good. He almost got thrown out He doesn't out actually here. get any of his, like, 435 gold because he just spent it all on drinks. <laughs> uh, he's running up his tab. He's going to have to pay that back at the end. Don't you worry. Yeah, at the end of the adventure. I am keeping track of how many drinks you guys order for the tab. <laughs> but you are now at Satter's Arms, and as you walk in, you see a very burly, very strong half-orc got like a bunch of scars all over his arms, burn marks. Retha, you would know him. His name is Satter Ironmaker, and you also know he is a very foul-tempered fellow who's very greedy and actually has slaves running his forges. You know this because he has whipped them in front of you and yelled at them. Because he yes, is he bald. Alright, lovely. Yes, well- he is bald. Oh, great. We walked into SAO. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Listen, you can't be a middle-aged orc, half-orc, if you're not bald. You Come can't off. be a blacksmith in an RPG and not be bald. That's also fair. I, you <laughs> know, thinking about it... can't think of a single anime that that's not the case. No, but I'm pretty no, sure... It wasn't, wasn't the, like, the one cute chick in SAO a blacksmith, too, though? Oh, yeah, she was a blacksmith, too. Yeah, that's She's I'm not bald. Pretty, Sometimes actually, you have David. to take risk. Let hair burn! That was good. Does Toe Crusher even have hair? No, Toe Crusher is bald. Thought so. I thought that was the case for most goblins. I don't know that I've ever seen a goblin with hair. If Toe Crusher had hair, Toe Crusher would burn hair. What do you want? Well, personally, a masterwork long spear. <laughs> I'm looking for a sword, too. Uh, I'm looking for a star knife. I look for find out how big green man becomes so big. A small green woman. How you become so big? He stomps over to you, grabs you by the head. I drank me milk. And just throws you across the room. <laughs> and you bounce. <laughs> uh, Toe Crusher makes a squeaky toy noise as she bounces off the wall. <laughs> if you want a star knife, go to the church. All right, I can do that. If you want your spear, it's going to cost you. I'm well aware of that. 
that's how buying things works. That's how capitalism works. <laughs> that spear's gonna cost you 450. Isn't that a bit much? I gotta turn a profit. That's not the voice I was using. I, <laughs> I said the I drink me milk and immediately went to the wrong voice. And I have to make a living. Could we get some sort of discount if we buy two? Can't keep track of this voice either. <laughs> and I only have one. I am looking for a great sword. You have one of those as well. I got great swords. Of fine quality. I make fantastic great swords. <laughs> Just a good sword. One might say there's some great great swords. <laughs> No, they're probably decent. I'm not a great weaponsmith, but I make quality. I'm sure you do, but you seem to charge exorbitantly for them. Actually, if anyone wants to give me a sense motive, Ray will do it. I'll also do it. I'm very good at sense motive. <laughs> Seven, <laughs> tell me all your secrets. Pelta can start lecturing him with a uh, story about how it's good to not tell lies. <laughs> 30, sense motive. 25. Gareth, Pelta, and no. Ray. Oh, you gonna got an eighteen, yeah, Gareth. You yeah. know he's being a jerk for some reason. Uh, like he's he's definitely being skeevy. Ray and Pelta, you know he is absolutely overcharging this because he knows that people will buy from him because he's the best one in the area. At least that's what he claims. Mm -hmm. uh, he's probably upcharging you like fifty percent of the item's value. I know for a fact that he is, because I looked it up <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> I mean, yes. Out of character, of course, I know that. Uh, anything, in fact, Ray, from being in the area for a while and, you know, observing how people operate, you would know that pretty much anything of master quality or above purchased here or custom made here, he absolutely charges 20 to 50% extra what the actual price should be. He looks at his sister and he says, I guess I'm glad I'm buying mine at the church. Look, you may say that you're the best in the area, but I just don't think that you uh, can hold up to proper Kellid craftsmanship. Could I see your blades, at least, if you're going to claim that they are worth so much? All right. And he just he grabs this great sword that looks freshly sharpened and just chunks it, like, just right into the floor. You're paying for my floor. You did that. I will <laughs> see it. You break, you buy. I'm not paying for that. Pelta looks at the sword. Give me a praise check if anyone has it. Sure. I don't think I have that on this character. Nope. Uh, it can be rolled on train, so why not? Sure. I'll try. Might as well try. Haha, <laughs> 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 no. It seems uh, nice. That should be... <laughs> for 19 total. <laughs> for the audience, actually place. state what your rolls were. Yeah, uh, Pelta yeah. rolled a six. Pelta got a three. Fourteen. Hillcrusher got a zero. <laughs> I just wanted to I, awesome. I, I know I saw it. That not a I just, sword! That half a sword! I just wanted to hear it out loud. <laughs> uh also, uh, Ray, it's definitely a decent quality sword, but you are fully aware that there is an ironworks that also does smithing. Like on the other side of town. Ray will kind of clear his throat and go, <clears throat> you know, he doesn't seem to want your patronage. You should just go to the proper ironsmith. At the other yeah, end of why town. you try so half a sword? Rip off. It is the Saragon Ironworks. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Saragon Ironworks. I know, because the voice in the sky told me. Well, if Sator here won't give us a uh, good price, I suppose we'll have to go to the ironworks then. Sure, we follow righty think thought man sky voice. All right, I'll lower it. You can have the sword for 420 gold. Final offer. 420? I inhaled some soot and that's when my voice changed again. I blazed. And that's why it's 420. <laughs> <laughs> it still isn't worth that. Sure, I can do better at the Iron Key. <sighs> Unless you would like to come up with a new offer. My weapons are far better than dwarves. I really doubt that. Perhaps, if you'd like more customers, you ought to work on your temper. <laughs> we'll just walk out the door. Bye-bye, big green man. I drink more milk. I get tall like you. I sell full-size sword. <laughs> Where is the temple? The temple that 
he would have been referring to is the only one of the two you know that exist in town. The mm -hmm. Temple of, it could be either the Temple of Silence, which is the mm -hmm. uh, Church of Phrasma, or the Temple of the Golden Key. Which is Abadar. Which is clearly Abadar, the Obviously. god of commerce and law. Ugh. That's not where I want to go. <laughs> Retha's like, hell yeah, law! <laughs> you want to talk about getting ripped off? Yeah. Uh, I guess it's not that one. Hey, the Church of Abadar won't rip you off. That's their whole thing, is not ripping you off. There's a part of me that wants to believe he told our cleric to go to church. Not to buy a star knife, but just because he needs to pick a better god. <laughs> <laughs> Abadar is definitely a better god than Desna. It's because every god is a better god than Desna. <laughs> Nobody is better than Desna. Phrasma's <laughs> also a better god than Desna, but Rafa doesn't think she's quite as cool as Abadar. Listen, oh. Rat is a better god than Desna. Hey, 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 Desna is by far... Rat is a pretty cool god. Gorum is better god than Desna. Lao Shu Po, literal rat, better than Desna. Declan, let's go back over to you, as you have purchased your wares, while everyone else makes their way to the various locations. Also, Pelta and Retha, you would know that the building next to... The arms. That is the headquarters of the Salamander Company, the largest mercenary band in Port Inevitable. You would have encountered them between your work scribing for Sigfire Haas. And Retha, you would know that the one next to them is the Dulliver Leather Goods, which is an armory that sells armor, clothing, saddles, gear, that sort of stuff. So that's where you would know to go for like your standard armors. Run by a very lovely woman named Sally Ullman. Sal Amander? We will now go back to Declan, who has his arms full of stuff. Mm-hmm. And a rock floating around his head. A rock floating <laughs> around his head. Whoa! It's just an ion stuff. Ion torch. Figured if I can have dancing lights and an ion torch. You have small better. fire rock? Yeah. Want, Gib? Yeah, Declan would have nope. caught up to you guys by this point. Yeah, but... It was a lot easier. I'm, I'm sorry, it's floating. I can't, can't give it to you. Please? Nothing I can do. It... If it wants to float down to you, that's its choice. Floaty fire rock, come down, please. Ray is just snickering. He's writing. The rock does not <laughs> respond. Screw you, didn't like you anyway, fire rock. Perhaps if you save up enough money, you could buy one of your own. It might like you more if you buy it. This one's rather attached to me. Don't have any money. Well, then you'll just have to make some, won't you? Wait. Money in oh, big, um, shiny, green thing? There's lots of money there. That's how we got all of ours. Good. Make money in shiny, green thing. Oh. Buy lots of little fire rocks. Good. And while the rest of you who are not Gareth and Toe Crusher, apparently, went to the Church of Abadar, <laughs> the rest of you are going to the Ironworks, correct? Yes. Oh, we're going to the Ironworks. Toe Crusher has to learn how to make money somehow. No better That's way than right. to go to the Temple of Avatar. Toe Crusher, go to Temple of Calistria. Toe Crusher, learn to dance. <laughs> I don't think there's one of those here. <laughs> None that you know. And sure enough, let's go over to Gareth, who walks in and sees some clerics in very fine white and gold robes. Hey. Oh, who again? Yes! Oh, this is the one he got thrown out of. <laughs> yes, right. this is, remember, in episode one, he got thrown out of this church. Mm. That's right, I remember. I thought he got thrown out of the Temple of Phrasma. <laughs> they specifically said, don't come back today. Whatever. So I didn't come back today like you asked, but I was here, I was hoping to make a purchase. Let me go get the high money. At the mention of money, all their eyes just light up. And the ledger. And he walks off, you hear a set of keys jingling as he's walking. And he just, like, starts cycling through them, looking for the one. He puts it in a safe, and he opens it up, <laughs> and then he goes to another key and puts that in the smaller safe inside that safe. And inside of that is a leather-bound book. And then he mails the safe to himself, and <laughs> he smashes it with a hammer. And then he takes a tinier key and puts it in the lock on the book. I just imagine this book is the size of, like, the Warhammer Fantasy Book of Grudges. <laughs> you know that that picture that's, like, all of the Lord of the Rings books stacked on top of each other. That's like the size of four dictionaries. Yeah. Yep. It looks like that. <laughs> Perfect. And you just see on it, volume 27. Bring me the ledger. Hi, mother. We have a patron. And 
an older woman. She has a much softer countenance than the clerics you interacted with before. She's dressed in even finer robes. Like, they all look like they had gold thread. Hers looks like it's made out of actual gold. Wow. Um, the key around her <laughs> neck, you can look at it. You're, it's laced with not just gold, but metals. You can't even tell what they are. Simply because you wow. probably never encountered such metals. Wow. They're uh, shiny. They're shiny, and they're probably very expensive. Looking at this key should be costing you money just to observe it. <laughs> Careful, don't give them any more ideas. Oh, you wish to make a purchase, young child. Yes, I uh, I was over at the uh, the blacksmith, but he didn't have any. So I need to buy a really high-quality star knife, kind of like the one I've already got. You got any of those? A star knife? No, really high-quality is way too vague. High-quality how? Masterwork? Magical? Masterwork, yes, uh, definitely masterwork. I presume that means that is the extent of your budget, Hitty. What else is better than masterwork? Just curious. Her eyes flash yellow. Nothing you can afford. <laughs> Cats detect wealth. <laughs> detect gold. <laughs> There's 485. Well, go fetch the armory of the gods. And this acolyte wheels out a, a weapon rack. That's just got different holy weapons from various deities. Well, we mm -hmm. here at the Church of Abadar are more focused on prophets and crossbows. civilization. Crossbows. <laughs> As the leading church in the area, most people come to worship here, and some wish to use their deity's holy weapon as a temporary shrine. As such, we have commissioned and maintained a collection of various deities' weapons. And you see she's got a long sword with a like a shield for Iomidae, a very nicely made quarterstaff for Nethys. Uh, you notice there aren't any evil deities' weapons there. If you want an Not evil Asmodeus? And when you No side. And when you met uh, when Asmodeus is mentioned, she kind of Oh, I, I mean I'm not there. Oh yeah, you're not <laughs> no, there. No maces um, allowed. I was just curious. No, actually Asmodeus is there, um, the uh, as well, yeah, because he's lawful. He and Abadar are bros, yeah, he's definitely, uh, right? Yeah, right. Uh, De best bros. You do actually also see a spiked cane. Oh, of, uh, but there's not like a great axe or anything. No, there's no great axe, great swords. There's just an okay um, axe or whatever the fuck Lumashtu's weapon is. The I think he's the kukri. Is it just natural kukri, attacks? Yeah. I think it's the kukri. It's the kukri. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, um, yeah, but there's no like actual evil deities. There's the lawful evil deities because Hell Knights, but when she points them out, she kind of wrinkles her nose like she does not appreciate having them in her church. But you do see there are a few star knives, and she pulls one off the rack. I believe this is a masterwork one. Yes, it is. As is fair, we will charge you the full amount of 324 gold. You know, that actually sounds like a pretty good bargain. <laughs> I, I uh, did not expect that. Um, it is worth what it is worth, and though I'm sure it is worth right. much more to you than to us, we obey the Absolutely. law here. And you don't haggle with the priests <laughs> of Avatar. Also, don't haggle with me, boy. I'm much better at it than you. That's how he got thrown out of the temple in the first place, is because he was trying to haggle with them over his first star. Under <laughs> <laughs> 24 gold sounds fair. Let's uh, let's just do that. 323 yeah. and 9 silver. <laughs> uh, wow. This is a much better, uh, yeah, let's just do that. So he's going to pay the gold after double-checking, making certain it's master for works. He's not even going to try to haggle. He has a star knife in hand and everything. This was a much better, much, much, much better time here than I than it was last time. <laughs> I must say I had a much better experience. And uh, Good call, reminding them of the last time when they kicked you out. I would I rate you five out of five stars on, uh, on, on, on... Well, the app store. <laughs> I'm going to give you a high Yelp review. Yelp. It'll be great. You're going to see a lot I of business. I am the high mother after all. Yes. Well, I'm glad Glad I got to deal with you. Just curious because, you know, my group's going to inspire a lot and we're making a decent amount of dope. What other things do you have there as he looks over those, those star knives? Oh, well, we offer accounting services. And if you want to open an account with us, are you the sole beneficiary? Is there multiple people? Is it a joint account? Are you going to be charging? In you will charge interest, of course. Are you opening a credit line? What sort of things are you offering? And you can just see her eyes just like turn into dollar signs as you keep talking. 
She understands this stuff way more than me. I got to ask my sis about this. this is, you're talking contracts and interest and craziness. I don't understand any of that crap. Ah, I see. Um, you're not the signature. I have no further business with you. Good day. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> and then he takes off and heads back to where all the other people were. And you will actually meet up at this intersection right here. Toe Crusher sniffs the air when you come back. You smell like numbers. <laughs> it's just the underlying musk of the Temple of Abadar. Don't worry about the goblin. He's a little strange in the head. Me? Strange? Thank you! As you all are walking, Declan, hmm. you hear a voice in your head. Oh, okay. Come into my house, child. I have a request. Um. And as you look, you look <laughs> at the nearest house, you see an old wizard old wizened man standing at the window, staring at you. Uh, hold on, everyone. I'll meet up with you later. I think the wizard stuff is calling. Oh, okay, Declan. Whatever you need. Uh, do you mind if I take that as an official quote? Sure. Should we, uh... Go for it. Do you want I, I backup? Know. If you feel... Uh, someone's just messaging me. Uh, oh, okay. Let me go <laughs> hold talk on, to my... this strange old man. <laughs> my beaver and... is buzzing. <laughs> And as you uh, knock on the door, a white-haired old man answers it. Hello there. Hello. My name is Abenard Royce. Hello, um, I'm Declan. One of the few permanent adventurers here, though I've not adventured in quite some time. For what he looks like, kind of picture Sean Connery as Indiana Jones Sr. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, he looks a little <laughs> kooky, but he definitely looks yeah, like he's, okay. seen, he's been through some stuff. Mm -hmm. Do I recognize the name? You can roll knowledge, history, or local on it. Having studied the area around the spire, you would know that Abernard Royce is actually one of the first people to have been a Helmlight-sponsored expedition to the spire 30-some-odd years ago. Oh. What he explored, he talked about in some books that never reached circulation. But Ooh. you know that he is a published author. It's as though the Helmlights have kept all the information to themselves. Mm. He's bitter about it. Oh, um, well, you, you call. Yes. You seem the scholarly type. Tell me, do you know what this is? And he holds up a sliver of a strange metal. What would I roll? You would roll praise, praise or engineering. Right, okay, same either way. I'll do a praise. I think praise it is leftover sword from other yeah, guy. It's an 11. You don't know what this is. No, I've never seen that before. What is it? Uh, that's not surprising. Very few have ever seen a piece of noqual. Noqual is a curious little substance. Allegedly, it is a sky metal of Numeria, and it has the inherent ability to resist magic. Huh. Many years ago, I went into the spire and lost some noqual. If you can find it, I will reward you handsomely. How far down do you think it might be? I couldn't say. It's been many, many years. That's fair. What's the name of this quest, Sam? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> no quality knows. The no Actually, as he asked you, this is additionally, if I may be too, not be too forward, I would request that you also archive your expedition and publish it outside of Fort Inevitable. My mistake was um, allowing the Hell Knights to have the rights to my research, and as such, I, I I'm was... stuck here in this town until I get back. Uh, that's fair. I was planning to publish a scholarly report when I was... Yes, if you could bring me the notes, I would be able to help you get them out of the city and published. And you get two quest banners. Quest 5, Sage's Expedition. Catalog, the dungeon level. And quest number 6, Noqual Relic. Find the Noqual and return it to Abernard Royce. I still like Noqual he knows the Noqual I've seen. Those are pretty good. <laughs> and with that, he actually hands you a weathered notebook here a gift uh and he hands it to you and the notebook is emblazoned with a circle made out of seven braided foxtails hmm. hmm. what is this and i'll like open it up and start flip through says i prepared explosive runes <laughs> <laughs> yes another in... order of the stick reader hello uh -huh. it's all in code you'd probably have to like sit down and do some knowledge checks and, like spend quite some okay. time trying to identify what the notes say Okay, I'll just ask him, so what, what is this? A gift to help you on your way. It's a secret to everybody. 
Okay. Especially well, the hell knights. If you tell them, I will kill you. <laughs> Go back to your cave, old man. I live in a house! Well then, I'd better not be around when you uncover whatever this secret message says, because if Lady Commander Drovist asks me, I am required to tell her. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I can't lie for shit. <laughs> well, thank you. I will be here in my house, playing with my pet owl, and teaching him not to try and eat my fingers. Good luck. Okay, Albus Dumbledore. No, no, Hedwog. No, bad owl. And you just hear a screech, and a baby rock starts attacking oh, him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, Josephine, no! no Josephine, no! And he slams down. the door shut. As, as that happens, I'm going to slowly back out of the house. Stay. Uh, he just slams oh, the door shut. You don't want to attract it with fast movement. <laughs> and with that, you will uh, make it to the ironworks unperturbed. Or at least st- only somewhat perturbed by Tillcrusher's incessant yammering. I put the book in my familiar satchel and tell Fitzgerald to keep an eye on it. So then King dies. King was sick, but then King dies. Everyone starts screaming. Otiug's underground go crazy. Kobolds move in. Tillcrusher leaves. Tillcrusher gets on caravan. Tillcrusher gets kicked out of caravan. Ways down road. Tillcrusher sneaks onto other cart. Tillcrusher falls asleep. Tillcrusher wakes up, kicked out of cart. Tillcrusher eventually end up here when run out of carts. So you originated from the south? Corvosa, city of stink. River especially stinky. Good mud to roll in. Miss it. And with that, you arrive at the Ironworks, as Tillcrusher regales you with stories of Corvosa and the rioting that took place some years ago. Got chased by Otiug. Bad. Very stinky, which is good, but almost got eaten, which is bad. And you now are greeted by the scent of iron and burning coal. <gasps> burning things! As you approach the ironworks. Well, is a place where they burn things? Well, usually uh, they burn coal. They burn small to make... weapons to make bigger weapons? Till Crusher shakes her great sword. Uh, no. Not really how it works, but if that's what tickles your fancy... Oh no, Toe Crusher hate tickling. Need actual pain. Ah! Uh... <laughs> dwarves. Let's see if any are around. Uh, and sure enough, you knock on the doors and a dwarf opens them. Oh, hey there! Hello there. We're looking to see if you have any um, master quality weapons here. Oh, I got those. My friend and I are looking. We need a long spear and a great sword. Long spear and a great sword, eh? Yeah. Uh, we hope bank. you won't upcharge us as much as that half orc across town. He sure thinks highly of himself, he does. Zalza! You know what her mask is? And this human man, bit of a portly guy, walks out, he's got tiny spectacles on. <laughs> yes, what is it? Oh, oh, customers, hello there! I am Daldar Seragard, founder of the Seragard Ironworks. I am a aristocrat from Gulf. <laughs> I see you are here to purchase my fine armors and armies. The dwarves, they are wonderful crafts. I love them. <laughs> I just hope you're better than Dator in town. I spit on that name. Good. I hope you spit on his prices too. He tries to upcharge and he uses slave labor. You will not get good product with slave labor. It'll be made with love. Sweet love. The dwarves, they love their crafts. They make beautiful weapons. Especially this sharpened baguette they made especially for me. <laughs> See the sandwich? They made it on their forge. Boom! A Monte Cristo. Delicious. This year, her mask firehammer. He has made almost everything in here. And then he hasn't. He's made service of the quality. Her mask, you beautiful bastard. Tell them what they want. <laughs> oh, I love you, her mask. If you weren't the smelly dwarf, I would kiss you. I'll do it anyway! <laughs> he just plants a big kiss on his, on his, on his, just kiss him right on the lips. <laughs> you taste okay. like soot and ash. I'll be in my office. The dwarf smith is sort of swaying on the spot, blushing. <laughs> the, the dwarf smith just kind of like, no, no, the, the smith that answered the door is blushing. Uh, Her mask yeah. is just like, well, I'm used to that, <laughs> honestly. He does that every single day. Anyway, what are you in the market for? Great sword. Great sword. Quality level. 
Masterwork. You have I it. got it! Excellent. And he just shouts in Dwarvish. And this dwarf brings out a greatsword. It's wrapped in a nice silk cloth, and they unravel it. And it's a very nice greatsword. You actually see a nice dwarven rune of Torag in there. And then stamped right below it is a symbol of Gorm. This I can get behind. What about you, lady? Look like a spear type. Pikesman! Pikeswoman? Uh, I am. Oh, bring out the spikes! 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 And uh, they bring out a couple of uh, long spears. A couple of masterwork. He brings you one. It's just made with black wood. Like, it's been charred into a nice black. And it's got like a wavy pattern. Kind of like a flamberge for the blade. How do you like this, lass? Yes, I think that should be suitable. Alright. Standard masterwork weapon. Sure you've done your research, you know the price. If not, it's on the board right there. Don't mean to be but uh, would you be willing, interested in uh, the sword I had been using? It's not nearly as fine as this piece. I'll pass it here. My clan made it of good quality. This is Ghost Wolf Steel. I recognize the craftsmanship. Bought it before. Makes good stuff. I'll put a discount on your blade for it. I'll take 30 gold off the price. I appreciate it. And he just kind of like hefts it over his shoulder. What about you, lady? You trading in the pike for the upgrade? I wouldn't need to, but I don't. I suppose I don't have any use for it now. All right, I'll take that off your hands. And do your trading of your weaponry. You guys know the math. He takes off a... The long spear, he takes off five gold on the price. So it's really just 300. And I believe that is all the purchasing. And this has been several hours. The sun's starting to set. And you guys make your way back to the Red Shield Tavern. Where you see... You hear clamoring. Oh no, what is Maljuk up to? We have fights? You see some patrons running out, and as you open the door, crawling on it is Maldrick, and his golem arm is just scraping its way towards the bar. (laughs) (laughs) He's still unconscious, but he's just like, like, you know that scene in episode three of Star Wars where Anakin's like scraping up the banks of Mustafar after being set on fire? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's it looks like Mm -hmm. that, but there's Uh loud snoring and the tail's kind of (laughs) twitching. A oh, zombie? God. Kill zombie. Oh, Crusher, this is our other ally. Zombie. When he's sober. <laughs> you work with zombie? He's just drunk, I think. I think he's alive. You're right. Smell not dead. Smell drunk. And he sure is. And we'll see you guys next week at the bar. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at at BarDungeon, on Tumblr at tumblr.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar. For behind-the-scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar. Thanks, and see you at the bar. <laughs>